You're listening to Hot Sex, Love, and Closeness for Successful Parents and Couples, a fresh and powerful conversation on how to bring real shifts right into the heart of the messy and vulnerable human challenges we all go through in creating hot sex, love, closeness in our marriages, relationships, and partnerships so we can move into thriving intimacy with soul and quite literally change our lives. I'm your host, the intimacy genius, Joanna Intara. Join me for engaging soul conversations as I connect with the top voices and heart-to-heart soul conversations in all things love, sex, hotness, closeness, and intimacy on what it really is to live and thrive in the way our soul calls out for most and to shift our lives like lightning as we learn how to do it. It's time to bring all the hot sex, love, and closeness we desire right into the places that most ask for it. The call for it is now, and here we are. Well, hello there, and happy Friday to you all, and welcome to another episode of the Hot Sex, Love, and Closeness podcast for parents and couples. I am your host, Shawana Intara, and I'm really excited to welcome you here. We are having a lot of fun on all these discussions on hot sex and love and closeness, parenting, spirituality, relationship, and how you can do all that much better so that you can have the closeness, intimacy, and connection that you desire. And if you're new to us, I want to extend a huge warm-hearted hello. This is not an easy subject for many of us. In fact, most people who communicate with me actually do it on Messenger um, because it's private to you know reveal such private information and that's intimate really, intimate information as well. So I totally understand that and would love to welcome you over to our Facebook group, Hot Sex, Love, and Closeness for Parents and Couples on Facebook. It's our little home on the internet where we discuss all these things every week. I offer you challenges and practices and nudges in addition to a live stream and also several articles on how I work with my clients so that you can find out exactly what I do to help them have the hot sex, love, and closeness so that you can get that as well. And so come on over there. Give us a shout out. would love to meet you. We also have a home uh, on Instagram as well. At, uh, I believe it's called The Intimacy Genius, which is the nickname that sometimes my clients refer to me as. And it's because I really do help them you know, not to toot my own horn in a way that the word genius sometimes sounds, but it's really about, you know, the word genius is actually about generating new cycles of relating, you know, new ways of doing things um, that really helps create a new cycle of evolution, and that is what I am here to do. So our topic today is called How Your Kids Can Be a Fast Track to Relationship Transformation. How Your Kids Can Be a Fast Track to Relationship Transformation, and Uh, Gosh, this is such a big subject because I can't tell you how often I have parents who come in and who want to connect with me because they're just really struggling with feeling disconnected, not close, not having the kind of connection with their beloved that they would like to. And some of the time what comes up is that there's huge challenges because the kids feel overwhelming, they feel stressed out parenting. Um, there's issues that their kids are having that they don't know exactly how to deal with and I just want to offer you know a little bit about my own personal story I have two children age 11 and age 8 and certainly you know we are a fiery colorful bunch in our household and 
most of the time it is pretty amazing and pretty wonderful but there are times where I have gotten frustrated as has my husband we're both self-employed we run things from home so we don't leave the house a lot <laughs> um, I do to you know go see clients in person but I also work with people online as well and so there are times you know where just sometimes the energy has gotten intense and we have gotten frustrated and as a result you know there were times when they got frustrated as well times where they bickered or were kind of short with each other and it created a little bit of a dynamic which then we found ourselves focusing on them and then what happened was it kind of became this thing you know where we were like frustrated with our kids and annoyed about certain things um, and it got in the way of our connection you know as partners husband and wife lovers we were just stressed we were just overwhelmed and so we had to figure out how we were going to decode what the kids were showing us so that we could actually figure out what they needed and be able to give it to them and then when we actually figured out how to do that what happened was that the kids stopped being frustrated they stopped bickering thank god because it was driving me crazy and then um, you know there was more connection so what did we actually do well first of all if you're listening to this and thinking gosh I, I've been going through this I just really want you to know you're not alone and the reality is that society does nothing next to nothing pretty much to empower us and teach us how to handle what to do when we are confronted with things that show up in our children especially if it's a pattern and all parents go through this on some version or another. You know, it's really easy when there are the positive things and traits that show up in your children. And it's like, oh, that's wonderful. And isn't that cute? Or isn't that amazing? And then there can be the things that are not so fun because, of course, we do transmit it all. And so I just want to let you know that, you know, it's not your fault that you don't exactly know what you're supposed to be doing with the kids or how to handle this or how to handle the overwhelm. But... I have really just taken the attitude it's not my fault but it is my responsibility to fix it so how do we do that so when our kids were being um, uh, annoying or we felt they were being annoying frustrating overwhelming one of the things we did was we really started to look at the behavior and so we asked these questions you know what do they need from us what's the pattern what's the pattern what are the behaviors that are playing out how is it making us feeling what do they need and then how to actually give it to them that was really the key because going through each one of those made us acutely aware of what the pattern was what it looked like how it made us feel and then the key piece was really identifying what did they need and giving it to them how were we going to give it to them so Obviously what they needed when they were frustrated or annoyed was more tolerance and more patience and more space and understanding. And certainly we were not giving that to them in the way that they really, really needed it. So what we decided to do instead was to start really increasing our window of tolerance, our window of frustra um, frustration tolerance. We really worked on becoming more patient and more understanding 
And there were a lot of things that we did to do that. For example, we administered compassion to ourselves for dealing with the stress of parents. There were times where my husband would just say to me, like, look, we're really holding a lot. And we, we are, you know, I don't know any two successful parents who are also, you know, in the midst of actively raising children or self-employed, running a business, um, working in a startup, a big company, taking care of themselves physically, running a household, and, you know, not outsourcing everything to nannies and other people so that there was no involvement with our children. So we're hands-on, and I know that's important to a lot of my clients is to really, you know, be involved in their children's lives and really show up and not have the babysitter do everything. And so um, identifying what they needed and being able to show up with compassion and with understanding and with... um, We would do box breathing, for example, where you inhale for four counts and you hold for four and then you exhale for four counts. What that did was really slow us down. It gave us more space. We showed the children how to do that. But really for us to expand our window of tolerance, our window of frustration tolerance, to increase our understanding, to... um, you know, slow down our breathing, slow down our communication, slow down our speech. And what do you know, the kids really copied us because that's what they're doing all along anyway. And of course, it's easy when they point out the good things and copy the good things. And then it's not so fun when they copy and play out the different things. But really, they don't have another way to show us what's bothering them. You know, they don't have access to the same cognition that we have. They don't have access to be able to use language like we do because they're children and we're adults. So they have to use play in order to show us what they're dealing with. They have to use symbology. This is why sand tray therapy, which is when they use um, a box of sand and, you know, the the clinician or the therapist has several shells of different animals and figurines and whatnot and the children use those to make a scene and those scenes ends up helping them play out what's actually going on for them and so at home of course they don't have a sandbox I mean they play a lot but um, what they do have is the opportunity to act out and of course then they'll do that and it's our job as parents to really see the acting out and be able to decode it so that they can have the support from us to give them what they actually need. So our children really needed also the same thing, what do you know, that we needed. That was just the thing. Our our children actually need the same thing in the challenging spots that we do. And I have found, and I'll go out on a limb to really say this, that pretty much 100% of the time when the parents clean up their own backyard, so to speak, what happens is that the children also follow suit and they just internalize the energy, they internalize the transmission. I'm pretty sure that every time either my husband or I go and do some really, really deep work where we you know, do our own healing, where we you know, get closer, where we get more connected, where we get more loving, um, all of that um, really, really affects our children. And you know, Here's the thing, you might be wondering how all this relates to the hot sex, love, and closeness getting fuller, better, more wonderful, more happening, and here's the thing. 
you know, if you are dealing with a lot of kid drama and overwhelming stress, and there are certain patterns or dynamics that have your attention, then it's really hard to be freed up to create more connection with each other. It's hard to be freed up to create more love, to create more closeness, to create more sex, because you're really focused on this other thing. And the more that we ignore the thing with the kid or don't deal with it or don't deal with it fully, of course, right, the more they act out, the more compelling they are in order to really bring our attention to them. So the benefit is, is if you really resolve this stuff, you will have more energy, you will have more space, more freedom, more understanding, more room, which all gives you access to more creativity. And it's like, well, what do you want to create? Well, you want to create more hot sex, love and closeness. You're going to have to create the space in order to do that. So that's really what I wanted to share with you today. And um, I've got room for one person this week who would like to reach out and ask me any question at all about disconnection and challenge in relationship, children, family. And I will definitely help you with the one thing you can do to really shift it straight away. My link to do that is free call with Joanna, www.freecallwithjoanna. And this is really how, you know, your kids, the information I've shared with you today, this is how your kids can actually really be a fast track to relationship transformation is if you really listen to them and hear what they're trying to tell you and decode it and do the work. And um, as a result of that, you're going to be really a lot more freed up to create the hot sex, love and closeness that you desire. So I'd love to help you be part of that. Come on over to the Facebook group, Hot Sex, Love and Closeness for Parents and Couples. I would really love to meet you. And thank you so much for your support. Thanks for joining us each week. I really appreciate your presence here and hope this has been of service to you. Have a fantastic week and lots of love and uh, happy easygoing on your challenges with decoding these patterns that the kids are showing you. You need somebody in your corner to help you do that. I would love to help you do that. Take care. Thank you so much for joining us on the Hot Sex, Love, and Closeness podcast. If today's episode shifted your world or gave value to you, I'd really love for you to leave us a quick review on iTunes. Hot Sex, Love, and Closeness is a collective conversation of bringing all our inner resources, expert advice, and real-world value with fresh embodiment right into the relational places that we all know need it the most. If you're ready to break free from your current challenges and rise boldly into your full relationship, thriving with soul, visit me at BeSoulFulfilled.com. That's B-E-S-O-U-L-F-U-L-F-I-L-L-E-D.com. Or come on over to our Facebook group, Hot Sex, Love, and Closeness for Parents for one-on-one coaching, daily advice, tips, and guidance products and courses all curated to empower you to shift into true fulfillment until you're all the way home until next time you're on the right path your challenges and vulnerability are navigatable and you're capable of shifting into love healing and all the hot closeness and connection you desire embody your best relationship self and shift into the soul-lit love you're meant to live